Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. We're currently recording this at 6.36, November 4. <laughs> We've spent a day of looking at poll results and then going, what's the point? Why? Why? Yeah. So this could be an interesting one or it could be a great one. It could be a great distraction. We could all wake up tomorrow morning in Australia and go, oh, wow, they've counted and- some more votes. And Josh Earl, if I lose today, I'm challenging the result in the Supreme Court. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, what I do, I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest is a first time to the podcast. He shares his name with a Brisbane marketing manager for Win Win Marketing. Can you please welcome from the All Day Breakfast podcast, it is Alex Dyson. Hey, I know, and he got my bloody Instagram name, and I'm stuck with A.E. Dyson, so... That's why he's a marketing manager, mate. He got in first. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. So, what are you, Alex? You're Alex Dyson 1. A.E. Dyson. A.E. Dyson. I'm I'm sure. It's actually a girl from the UK, I think, has Alex Dyson. He's probably got Alex Dyson, but I signed up. I thought it was just... When I got Instagram for the first time, I thought it was a photo filtering service where you just run your photos through and then you post it on Facebook or whatever. I didn't realize it was its own social network. So I didn't put in my real name because I don't want these people doing it. And now here I am with bloody Aiden. Aiden. I was yeah. also a very late adapter to Instagram because it was like, it's just photos. I don't want to see people's photos. For me, that was the worst thing about Twitter. And now it's the only thing that has any traction on Twitter. Mm. It's a Let's weird world, isn't more it? people into this I... podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, go, Grace. What were you going to say? Well, it's doing I didn't, so well with I just the two of us, was... Josh. We should keep it going. <laughs> keep this double act happening. It's good. <laughs> I did not anticipate Instagram being such a big thing in my life, so I gave myself a handle with my childhood nickname that has a silent G in it, which is a nightmare to tell people. <laughs> Just spell it out for everybody. It's like, oh, it's a New Zealand crime writer. It's a very niche reference. Anyway. <laughs> well, I got in in the early days of, uh, you know, like, Twitter and Instagram and all that and had my full name, but then, uh, you know, due to circumstances that may become clear, my name changed uh, in the middle of my life, so (laughs) I I had to put the middle name in there. Brutal. Nice. Yeah. At least you got the middle name, though. Who are these extra voices? Let's introduce them. Our next guest (laughs) is the host of Wax Quizzical and Simply Marvelous podcast. He's the only person in the world who has his name. Can you please welcome? It is Kyron Wheatley. Hello. Yes, when I started signed up to Twitter, I had at Kyron. I was a part of the first name club. I was like, this <gasps> wow. is amazing. Yeah. You're like but Jack. Then, but then, exactly. But then I thought Twitter was a useless medium that would die. And instead of just like deactivating my account... I deleted it. I got rid of it. And someone else in the meantime went and claimed my first name club. And now I'm stuck here with Wheatley. With your full name. That's good branding. Not the worst thing, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) No, But it's a story. That is definitely the worst news I've heard today. Let's be honest. It's the worst. Hey, also joining us is a comedian who shares her name with a carnival attendant at Universal Studios in Phoenix. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It is Grace Jarvis. Oh, thank you for having me. One of the coolest name shares I've ever heard. A, a I do not attendant. enjoy carnivals. I don't think we would have much in common. <laughs> you don't like a carnival? No. Well, I like the snacks. <laughs> what about Personally, the band? <laughs> no, yeah, I can get around a band. I just don't like my feet to be off the ground. Or my head to be rattled around in any way, you know? I'm very aware of the fragility of my spinal column. And uh, those rides, they don't look professional. (laughs) No, I reckon Universal Studios is a good one. It's it's the travelling ones you've got to be wary of. Oh, yeah, those are death traps. Yeah, absolutely. 
And finally is another first time to the podcast. She shares her name with a prototype buyer at the University of Oregon. Can you please welcome to the pod? It's Rosie Piper. Yay. Hi. What the hell is a prototype buyer? I don't know. I guess is it someone who just buys shit that isn't on the market yet? Yeah, that feels like a bad investment. Like I'm going to buy this product that's not ready. But yeah, yeah. Well, that's also at the University of Oregon. What like, what's the uni doing buying like what? Well, you know what Oregon's done today. Maybe they've moved into these prototypes. They've legalized cocaine and heroin. <laughs> well, <laughs> that what, rules are not, moving. <laughs> <laughs> Mushrooms as well, I heard. Yeah, they've decriminalised some of that A-class material. This is the other thing I heard, which I'm not sure how, how true this is because you can never be too sure. Mm. But apparently Donald Trump called one of the congressmen in um, Oregon and thought that the mushroom thing was an attack on his penis. <laughs> he so thought now we know what there his a penis joke, looks not, like. Not realising. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you for joining <laughs> us for our election coverage here on Don't You Know. <laughs> This is what Anthony Green will not tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Our first game this evening is called Social Me, Me, Media. What I'll do, I'll read out status updates by the four of you. If you think you know who wrote these tweets, they're all tweets. Buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. Are our full names our buzzers or our handles our buzzers? <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just your first name. Okay. Gotcha. Here we go. Question one. Twitter is a truly awful, awful place. Grace. Yes, Grace. Kyron. You are correct to point there for Grace, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. fact you actually. Should have known. That was, that was away. today. That yeah. was today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was because earlier in the call before you started recording, uh, you said something along the lines of, I hate Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I reckon I got this one. Yeah. yeah. It's a long-held view. <laughs> still on it, though. I know. I also want to get off it. Yeah. But I want I someone to step in, buy it, and shut it down, like as a public <laughs> service. Someone, because it's a private company, someone could just swoop in and buy it and end it. At the same time, though, Kyron, I do love it. I love being silly on there. Yeah, it, and I bet your followers uh, love that too. I bet well, they're like, "Yep, <laughs> just some more silly stuff. I don't have to argue with." <laughs> Thank you for all you followers out there. I love you all. I love you all equally. No, actually, I love the unticked ones more than the ticked ones. Yeah. There you go. Just because I'm a, I'm a man of the people, jokes, you know. They just get. Yeah. They get it. All right. Question two. I haven't been tweeting much lately, which means I'm happy. Kyron. Yes, Kyron. Uh, uh, um, I'm going to say Rosie. You are correct. Point there for Kyron. Oh. Yes. Nailed yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Quite a recent tweet too. Real, a real theme emerging yeah. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I love it. I'm having a great time over there. <laughs> you, you and me, Grace. Ha- Rosie, how many, how many times is too many if you're tweeting this many times a day is when you go, you know what, I better stop? I reckon if I'm tweeting maybe more than three times a week, then I'm not that happy. Oh, wow. <laughs> three a was, week. Okay. Yeah. I'm really sad. Unless I've Very got differing something. standards in the group. <laughs> yeah. Unless both, I've got something Both to Twitter fight. and a long-term relationship. Yeah. Exactly. That's a clinical yeah. depression <laughs> you're facing, Josh, there. <laughs> oh, I'm aware. Uh, <laughs> all right. Question three. It's time to play which word is funnier? Game one, frumpy versus plop. Three, two, Kyron. one, go. Uh, yes, Kyron. I think that's Grace. No, that is Alex Dyson. I'll point that oh. out. Alex. <laughs> that Don't is some classic that. radio host bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I tell you what. What are you talking you would have about? Had to tell no, me I made up my mind your... before I heard the word plop. And I, yeah. I should have listened for plop. That really changes things. That that reeks of Dyson. You would have had to do some deep dive because I don't I don't use it that much. And I'm, luckily, I don't talk about how much I don't use it. But um, well, you would have to go on real deep. Well, it's it's not that deep when you don't use it that much because I just like, go sure. like just yeah. scroll through pages. I'm already in 2011. It's fine. Like some good stuff though, Alex. Back in 2011, oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. Can I say, thanks, mate. I mean that's that was just gold. I mean it was back in a simpler time of Twitter where yeah. you could just say some enjoyable things and people disagree with uh you know what's the funniest word not. You know, should minorities have rights? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was real change one letter kind of stuff. That was what Twitter was. 
I love talking about years on Twitter, like vintages of wine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like 2011, a great year for tweets. Yeah. <laughs> a great one. Right, for the listeners who all want to know, Plop was the winner over Frumpy. <laughs> plop was the funniest word. Yeah. I think the P, the P's are good in that. Mm. I know Frumpy mm. does hard, have P's, but yeah. Hard consonant. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But I, I do think of all the words, poop is the funniest word. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> In every, you, you cannot say poop and be angry. That's, that's well, you, a good sign you of a word. Pronounce it like that deliberately because I'd say poop. I know, but poop is funnier. Poop it's is funnier. Yeah. pronunciation poop. there. Poop, yeah. poop is too Americanized, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're going to be like, I put me duds, mate. <laughs> put me duds. Officially uh, the funniest sentence now. Yeah. <laughs> Question four. Adulthood is learning that everyone's done a little bit of meth. You think no one's done any meth, and then everyone shows up with their meth story, and you're just standing there holding your cheese and crackers and being boring suddenly. Alex. Rosie. Yes, Alex. Grace. Yes, you are right. Yes. yes. Point there for Alex. It's true. Every, every, everyone's done meth. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've barely been drunk, and everyone's got, ah, yeah, one time I accidentally did. What do you mean you accidentally did meth? I think I meth? accidentally did meth. I think I did. Yeah, I think you have. I probably heard the story. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Was it? I think Reese did it as a bit, so it's not it's not much of a story anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm I with you, Grace. Bit. I've never I've never done it. Wait, did he do a did he do a bit of meth or did he do a bit about meth? <laughs> he did a yeah. bit about it. We did we there was we were in America and this uh, guy who offered us cocaine and we said yes, and yep. then later on. Uh, having previously said yes to that question, we knew how we should feel, and it was different. And yeah. then when we explained <laughs> that feeling to someone who ha- had done meth, they said, oh, that was probably meth. <laughs> and uh, that's how we learned that we'd done meth. <laughs> so we did a yeah, bit that's, about that's doing a bit tale. of meth. That's right. And then Reese turned it into a bit, which I think is pu- publicly available. So I'm not going to try and compete with that here. All right. <laughs> and we will not be linking to it. No. You must dig it up of your own accord. When he is a guest, I will do plugs for him then. But until that time, you four are the stars of this show, not anyone else. Question five. I don't smoke because I plan to get cancer the way God intended. Salami. Rosie. I mean... Yes, I hope Rosie. It's me just laughing at my own. I bit. think that's Grace again. <laughs> you are correct. Point there for Rosie. Everyone scored now. That's good. Luckily, I went through Great that stuff. little tweet compilation that Grace posted like two days ago. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a great one. Not now. And also, also I got a, I got a bunch of replies being like, "What? Tell me this isn't true." Like, what? Where you been? <laughs> well, people not know that. Yeah, salami. I'm not a salami doctor. I will be not. I will Google it yourself. <laughs> I also Rosie. Oh, no, sorry, Grace put up all these uh, tweets, and I needed I needed an extra guest for the podcast. I'm like, oh, this has done the work for me. This is fantastic. <laughs> well, I was actually I was actually in America last year, and I uh, you know I went around and asked the dude if he's got any ham, and he said yes, and so he gave me some ham. And later on, I was like, this doesn't taste like ham. I know what ham tastes like, and I said oh. describe the flavor to someone. He's like, mate, you just had some salami. <laughs> And now you have cancer. <laughs> exactly. Uh, question six. The parentals are here, and I've never watched so much Channel 9 in all my life. Grace. Rosie. Uh, I, heard, I heard Grace first. Rosie? No, that was Kyra and Wheatley oh, there. Really? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Probably true. It was uh, around Christmas a couple of years back. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, makes yep. sense. Sense. One that of is, your. Uh, they love the six o'clock news, you know? Got to catch the weather. With Peter <laughs> Overton and Lavinia Nixon. Well, <laughs> not, to, not to blow up your parents' spot, Kyron, but they're in, they're in another city. They're in Perth. They are. And so is Channel 9, it's not Basil Zemplis. It's, uh, no, that's well, Seven. it used to be. Yeah. Uh, now, but now, of mm. course, he's a very popular mayor down there. <laughs> um, Rick Arden and Susanna Carr. <laughs> And they've been doing that show for I think I think it's like two hundred years now that they've been on the Channel Seven. <laughs> now, isn't it interesting? I'm not sure, uh, Alex. Are you you lived in Sydney for a while, but you're back in Victoria, yes. Rosie. Are you, have you always been in Sydney? Yep. It's a weird thing when you go interstate. 
watching another state's weatherman is, or yeah. weather person, I should say, is very weird. When I saw the guy in Sydney, the surfer dude, I was like, this is oh, not Tim right. Bailey. This guy Tim Bailey? Be, yes. He shouldn't be <laughs> telling See, me like, the weather. Like, <laughs> if I travel to another state, it's sweet release from Tim Bailey. Like, yeah. <laughs> devastatingly annoying well, three foot tall man. Didn't Channel 10 sweet release him? <laughs> yeah. They, they sure did, yeah. Very, it's very hard to trust an interstate weatherman. You're like, you have no authority over the yeah. weather, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe you. All right, next question. People who think it's rude to talk about money always have way more than me, which is the real rude part. Alex. Yes, yes Alex. Rosie? You are correct. That was Rosie yes. there. Point there for Alex. Yes, during a prolonged period of unemployment, which I have now <laughs> released myself from. <laughs> oh. Nice. Yeah. Where, where are you working now? Or you want to save it for the plugs? Oh, uh, oh! I've been there for not even four weeks, so I reckon maybe, oh. uh, maybe not put in there. Better not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would like to pass my probationary period. <laughs> uh, next question. I was talking to my friend about edibles, and I couldn't figure out how to say "do weed" or "take weed" or whatever. So I said, "Get involved with weed." Kyron. Yes, Kyron. Grace? Yes, it is Grace. Yes, we're hey. painting a picture of Grace here. Edible and loving Twitter. I'm not a weed person either, though, Grace. Don't, don't be ashamed of that. No, well, I think I am a weed person because oh, okay. I got high for the first time in between the two lockdowns, and I hadn't realized that I hadn't been high before. I thought that weed just wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> I had it before and I just, I was like, oh, I guess this is what being high is. No, I just been lightheaded. Uh, so I got, I got probably enough weed to get high and I was like, oh shit, this is the thing. That's such a stone mistake it. to make. Yeah. <laughs> Grace has just Everything been standing up too quickly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I feel like I'm moving through like syrup. I was like trying to play a board game and my hands, like I couldn't do it. And then I was like laughing at how slow everything was. I think I embarrassed God. myself greatly, actually. But Wait until you get to Oregon and try some heroin. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, I'm on, I'm on the way up. Uh, sorry, Rosie, that's the wrong term. It's partake in some H. That's oh, what of course. <laughs> right. He's done the survey, so he know, he's got the results. Exactly what's going on. Question nine. Heard a dude on the radio encouraging kids to take coronavirus seriously and not joke cough on their school friends because it might affect their grandparents. Oh, really? I wonder where they learnt not caring about the effects of their actions on other generations from. Grace. Yes, Grace. Alex. Yes, you are correct. Point there for Grace, yes. The only one listening one to the radio. Still radio. <laughs> <laughs> Radio's my drug, man. Yeah. <laughs> Getting weaker and weaker. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I keep it. needing to up the dosage. It's not it's not working. Yeah. <laughs> they got some street names for it these days. <laughs> yeah. Like podcast. Yeah. <laughs> No, Alex, is, Alex po- has made the shift to radio, uh, podcasting. Podcasting is to radio what vaping is to smoking. Yes. Don't you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes you look uncool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's much less, less to fiddle around with. Yeah. Mm. But in five years, yep. we'll find they're just as toxic for us. It's going to be Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And our last question for this round. All the things she said came on in this Uber, and without me asking, the driver turned it up. How do I give six stars? Grace. Alex. Yes, Grace. Rosie. You are correct. Yes, a point there for Grace. Yes. It's a tune. True story. <laughs> it was a banger. It's like he knew that I was a lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> I, he might have. He might have. Yeah. Well, I, I remember when that song you came you out. Are you saying you were audibly profiled, Rosie? <laughs> well, because I, I was in the back seat of the Uber, and I think I was wearing this, like, green and yellow leopard print shirt. 
So, like, mm. they hand that out at lesbian induction, so he's probably just gone, yeah, oh, she'll love this. Yeah. <laughs> Might have a gaydar on the dashboard there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if, if an Uber driver ever played any song from the Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging soundtrack, I'd be like, here's Clock Done By. Is there a by sound? Uh, bye, 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 and sync. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's uh, I think it's the Stiff Dillons, uh, but I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I would be saying fictional yes. bands, I believe, uh, and the Rocky Horror Picture yeah. Show. Phoebe Bridges. Phoebe yeah. Bridges, huge. When I get yeah. in, they just put on Jeff Twitty and go, "Yeah, it's a dad. It's a dad in the back end." <laughs> <laughs> he likes hey, the national. Are he right likes, there with he you. Likes, we'll we'll go. <laughs> At the end of the first round, the scores are Rosie on one point, Grace on three points, Alex on three points, and also on three points is Kyron. Ooh, Ooh, tight one. Close. Close one. Bloody like an American bloody election bloody over here, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm Ross Perot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the this round. He's Kanye West, the uh, running yeah. as an independent <laughs> in Wisconsin. <laughs> This round is called Yearbook. Now, in this round, we go back to our school days and talk about an event that has stayed with us. And today, we're talking about a young Grace Jarvis. Now, when Grace was at school, she had an experience where she had to be rescued by her PE teacher. But what happened that caused her to be rescued was that A, they were abseiling down a ravine when Grace's top got caught on a branch and lifted over her head. Hanging on the cliff, exposed, Grace started screaming out as everyone around her was yelling and laughing. The PE teacher had to climb up and release her top to get her down. That's A. B. Grace was climbing up a rope ladder and at the top looked down and had an intense reaction. She refused to come down as her PE teacher was on the ground yelling at her to do it slowly. After 10 minutes, the PE teacher began to climb up, which made Grace freak out even more. The teacher made every student leave the gym and then came back and from their office with a Mars bar and said Grace could have it if she came down. Grace immediately came down. That's B. And C is Grace fell in the swimming pool wearing her winter uniform. The skirt was made of heavy wool and once it got wet was far too heavy and was pulling Grace down to the bottom of the pool. The PE teacher, instead of jumping in and rescuing her, fished her out with a huge pole. Now, one of these is true. You three ask Grace as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, she wants you to get it wrong, so she gets your point. What was the uniform like, Grace? What was the full uniform? Um, it was like an ankle-length woolen tartan kilt, mm-hmm. woolen tights, black shoes, blouse, woolen jumper, tie, just a lot of – I was wearing a whole sheep to be – like very <laughs> wool. Very. I had luckily taken my blazer off, which is also made of wool, but it, it, I was – I was a heavy, I was a heavy girl. <laughs> yeah. What, what caused you to fall in the pool? Well, I was not swimming because I am, I like, <laughs> not very athletic. And I had a chronic uh, joint, like, subluxations, subluxations all through high school. So I was often out of PE. So I was just helping pull the, um, uh, like, the lane rope in. I was just, like, just helping out while everyone else was getting dressed out of their togs. And just tumbled into the pool, not wearing my togs because I anticipated being nowhere near the water. Mm. So, right, uh, so Grace, Grace you've never you said before you you'd never been high before. So why did you leave out the fact you tied climbed to the top of a ladder? I uh, you know you're right. That was a similar experience to the to the incidents of getting lightheaded from smoking, just mm. inhaling once on a joint. Um, I don't know. I just got to the top and then looked down and I was like, oh, no, that's the earth's down there. That's where I should be. All right. But you sublax your joints. So I, I don't know what to believe. <laughs> yeah, I'm a disaster. They shouldn't have had me up anyway. Any questions about A, the, the abseiling one? Yeah. How do you go abseiling over? So what's, the, what's your knee problem there? Sublification day, day what? Well, I, I have like hypermobile joints, so they right. pop in and out, but they don't fully dislocate. Oh, fun. They subluxate, but that didn't really kick off until like year nine. So this was the abseiling and the rope climbing was like early, like year seven, year eight, I think. 
where I was still getting involved with PE. I didn't have my constant stream of notes, you know? Mm -hmm. And the tree lifted the shirt over the head. Were you wearing anything under the shirt? Probably like one of those stupid, like crop top bras that they give to like tween. Probably. (laughs) Mm. I would have thought you would have remembered that vividly. All right. Oh, yeah. You know, they give you like a weird bra where they're like, you're a woman now, but it's not really worth it. So <laughs> just. Yeah, I'm wearing one right now. Bit of stretchy fabric. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. How did, how did he fish you out with a, um, with a pole out of the water? How, well, how does that it was work? one of those like scoopy poles that you used to like mm-hmm. scoop out like leaves and band-aids and stuff. And like I was. It, yeah. Like a dead fish in a, in a, in a Yeah, <laughs> basically. He thought I was doing better than I was, I guess, because I was. I sunk like I, I became like a stone and sunk. And he was like, oh, just come, come here. Come, come on. Yeah. You're being dramatic. And yeah. I was yeah. like, and so he yelled that through I'm the dying. water at you because you were sinking at this point. So these, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> these sound waves are traveling through water. He's looking around with a stick yeah. trying to get yeah. me out yeah, like this. a dead yeah. possum in a filter. Where'd you grow up, Grace? <laughs> Toowoomba. Toowoomba. Queensland. Represent mm. the womb. And what did the other kids say to you when they you were forced when you came out of the gym and they were all forced to wait outside? What did they say? Um, not nice things. <laughs> mm. yeah. Just your fairly your standard, son. fairly standard bit of childhood bullying. You know, oh, you you've got the upper body strength of a person who doesn't exist. You know that sort of yeah. stuff. <laughs> Typical, yeah. Kids are so well, cruel. I've, yeah. I've crossed out the last one, and I don't think uh, that a Mars bar would be enough to pull someone down, Josh. So I'm willing to lock in A. Kyron's going for A. Great. Okay. Uh, Rosie, have you got something to lock in? I I feel like the answers came out very smoothly for C, so I'm going to go with that. You're going to go C. And uh, Alex? I might go with Kyron and go A. Go a. Despite, despite the probably, I reckon, yeah, it's just, it's the thing that's, that rings most believable to me and also most hilarious. So I'm going to go with A. Well, the correct answer was C. She fell in oh, the pool. So a point for Rosie. Two points for Grace though, because she gets Alex and Kyron's points. Yeah. So mm. I cannot believe, growing up in Toowoomba, they made you wear big, heavy winter uniforms. Well, it gets really, it gets really, really cold because it's on top of a mountain. So the uniforms made sense. Um, except for the fact that they, they, he, they, you're not, they're not great for movement, uh, and you're not supposed to swim in them. Certainly. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I fell in and I just became like, I was just covered in wool and wool is so heavy and I just sunk. And so he eventually fished me out and was laughing at me. I was like, I could have died. Um, <laughs> usually the heroic to- thing is to dive in after the person, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Right? This guy was having absolutely none of it. And then I had to, because then I had no clothes. So I had to go and borrow Mm. like one piece of PE kit from like six different girls, including like underwear. Um, And like, I just had this huge, heavy ball of woolen, sodden clothing. And everyone went to assembly and I was like, what do I I even do? And so I like called my mum and I was like, I fell in the pool. I'm all wet. I had to borrow someone's sneakers. And she was like, I just don't, I can't do anything about it right now. And I was like, I can't do anything about it. I just need to. And the assistant principal sort of came up behind me while I was lovingly laying my uniform out on the concrete in the sun, (laughs) like a, like a hedgehog from Beatrix Potter drying my things off on a bramble bush. (laughs) She was like, what are you doing? And you're not allowed to be on your phone. And I was like, oh, I think I'm excused from that rule today. Thank you. All right, at the end of that round, the scores are Rosie, two points, Alex, three points, Kyron, three points, but now in the lead on five points, it's Grace. Woo! All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about someone else on the panel. If you think it's true, you'll say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you'll say nah. You can ask them as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, they want you to get it wrong because if you are incorrect, they will get your point. So here we go. Okay, so to Grace. When Alex was traveling through Albania. He dislocated his elbow and needed to see a doctor. He asked a local to take him to the doctor and she said, okay, but instead of getting medical help, she just took him to get food. When he said, no, I need a doctor, she said, yes, but everyone needs food. So Alex watched this woman eat her lunch for half an hour and then drive him to the hospital. 
which would have only been a 20-minute walk away. Yeah or nah? <laughs> what kind of food did she bring you to? Well, she was eating some sort of soup dish and I was sitting there and she... <laughs> But I got a baklava while I was while I was there, and so I didn't eat the soup. I didn't know what kind of Albanian soup it was, but um, I sort of waited I, and trusted her. And the language barrier, as you can imagine, was uh, a little bit rough. But um, yeah, we got there in the end. You just one-handedly ate a baklava while a woman. yeah, well, it's the perfect food for it, exactly. We, yeah, I think you'd struggle with soup. <laughs> well, like. Did you know it was just like, how much pain were you in at this point? Were you like, oh, maybe it's just a minor. Like I didn't, I didn't know it was dislocated till I eventually got to the hospital, but, okay. um, yeah, it was sort of swelling up. I couldn't really move it. And, um, yeah, which meant I couldn't go out and hitchhike either and get a different person to give me a ride to the <laughs> hospital. So how'd you do it? Were you like mountain climbing or white oh, water rafting? Oh, this is a good story. This is a, this is a great story. <laughs> well, the, the people I was traveling with, <laughs> I I decided we, we had a, originally there was a handstand competition in the oh Albanian square, a handstand competition. We can do a handstand for the longest. Oh, and man. then I did gymnastics when I was young in Warrnambool. I won most improved medal, 1996. And, uh, so then I decided I'd do a cartwheel round, round off. So I said to everyone, watch this and then, um, did one and then, uh, I fell over and hurt my elbow and then tried to grin and bear it. Then I'm like, oh, I'm going to try and find someone. Sub taxi to take me to the, you know, to the hospital, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> cartwheeling. So you didn't. You were too embarrassed to ask any of the people you were actually with to. Yeah, so I think that they were going up to a dinner, and I was just saying, no, 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 you go. I'll, I'll be, um, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll cartwheel to the keep... hospital. <laughs> no, so yeah, they left me at the uh, the old taxi rank, and I didn't pick the best best one. I'll be fine. I have this Albanian woman who's <laughs> going to give me yeah, starving for she soup. Looks, she looks like she knows the way to go. <laughs> what do you think, um, Grace? I'm going to say yes, that sounds true. Grace, you are incorrect. That is not a true story. A point no. there for Alex. But well, the cartwheel, it's partly the true in true. that I did do a cartwheel and hurt my elbow in Albania, but um, no, I went straight to the hospital. Yeah, good. Uh, doctor said, yeah, it's... It was dislocated, but it's fine now. That'll be 32 euros. And I'm like, beautiful. I'm glad I didn't have tra travel insurance because this is really cheap. See, I... <laughs> it's been like that since, hasn't it? When, and when... Um, then I dislocated again in New York, uh, rollerblading a few months later. And then <laughs> it just kept on popping. Just you... the cool, coolest ways to do this. You've yeah. got to yeah. stop. you got to stop being in motion, man. <laughs> That's it. I should have gone, you, you don't like having your feet off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll be coming out to his girlfriend any day now. Yeah. <laughs> Next trip, he's going to do it uh, fedora shopping. It's going to be a really. <laughs> <laughs> but auditioning see, for the touring cast of Starlight Express now. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know anything about Albania, so I looked up Albania and the Wikipedia. The first line is Albanians are very hospitable people. So I thought, well, hospitable people would take you to get food. That would be the number one thing they do. Like so. no, exactly, they're going to show you the restaurant. Well, I think they are because their tourism campaign was. We were trying to get people to yeah. Albania was get taken by Albania, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's because in the movie Taken with Liam Neeson, the villains, the human traffickers were Albanian. And so they thought, oh, you know, the world, you know, they only know us from this Liam Neeson movie. It's a bit rough. But let's play into that and say there's more to Albania. Get taken and, away and by Albania. Get, get human trafficked in Albania. Didn't yeah, quite have the I don't same think ring. No. I don't think the marketing team thought it through. I mean, no. it's up there with where the bloody hell are you for uh, absolute yeah. shockers in <laughs> country marketing. Yeah. All right. So a point there to Alex. Now to Alex. Rosie here has very strong opinions about KFC. Her most important one is this. If you are new to the branch, order the potatoes and gravy because it's a litmus test for the rest of the menu. If the potato and gravy is good, so will the rest of the menu. If it is bad, walk away. Yeah or nah? Okay, KFC po uh, policy. How frequently would you go to a KFC, Rosie? Uh, honestly, like somewhere uh, in the realm of, I'm going to say, two to four times a week. Two to four a week. Goodness gracious. And do you have a favorite KFC? Which is it? Uh, I mean, like, 
you would probably just say the one closest to me, uh, which is uh, Railway Square in uh, mm-hmm. in uh, near Central in Sydney. Uh, but the uh, the nearby Haymarket one is also is also quite good. Uh, I used to, uh, when I still had access to a car, hit up the St Peter's branch a bit, but uh, that was purely because I couldn't be bothered walking because the potato and gravy there wasn't actually that good. Okay, when did you first... But, oh, actually... <laughs> when did you first realise this in. rule? Uh, when did I first realise... At the St. Peter's one. Because I had I'd driven right. there, I'm like, oh, this has changed the game. I can go through the drive through And I went home and just was presented with this, uh, I guess, like, spotted, runny liquid that wasn't really brown and then just like a, a, a lump of white something... Like dark matter, but somehow why? Can I ask you a question? Was... You may. Yeah, I'll go to the brains trust here, Kyron. You can ask a question. <laughs> why? Well, this is just more out of interest. Why do you think there's such a differential between KFCs? Like, do they have extra herbs and spices, or is it a commitment thing? I think I think it's a staff issue. <laughs> I think it comes from like how committed the team is, yeah, to, yeah. to giving us the best product. Yeah. Are it's they about really leadership, right. standards, Rosie. and practices? If you learn nothing us. from this podcast, it is that humans are fallible. That's what, that's what we need to know today all right. of all days. Rosie, you go to a new KFC. Mm-hmm. Tell us what happens when you, they say next, and you walk up to. She goes in. She I interrogates mean... how how committed some sixteen year olds are to <laughs> <laughs> the fine art of fried chicken. <laughs> I mean, if we're honest about the kind of person I am, like, that's like a rule that I have, but I will go there, I'll order, you know, the same meal I'd normally order, and then the first thing you do, dip the chip in the potato and gravy, and if it sucks, go, ah, shit. But I would love to have the wherewithal to, like, get in there, get that one item, stick the spoon in and go, actually, I'll have more, or just take off. (laughs) This is unacceptable. Thank you for your time. Well... Look, I talking to, you know, in high school, the, the kids, when you turn 14 and seven months in Victoria, you could go on workplaces and they said the potato and gravy is the way that gets made is absolutely disgusting (laughs) and to steer well clear of it. And so I feel if something's not getting cleaned, it'll be the bottom of that, that thing. So I'm, I reckon I'm going to go a yeah as a litmus test for, uh, for KFC. Alex, you, you've done it. You've got it right again. This is two for yes. two for Alex yes. in this round. Yes. I am a dedicated fan. I don't know if you can see here, but uh, currently wearing this ring. Oh, a a KFC, KFC ring. ring. Oh, I should have seen it. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny, Alex, because my friend who worked at KFC when in high school said, yeah, whatever you do, don't have the potatoes and gravy. This is how they make the gravy. They used all the chicken fat. I'm like... Yeah, that's how gravy's made, though. You use <laughs> yeah, that is use the fat. Yeah, but I then think it's more gravy. just teenagers not realizing the process yeah. rather than uh, it actually being disgusting. How unhealthy! I, I briefly worked mm. at a KFC, and that didn't stop me from eating anything there at all. Yeah. Mm. Wow. No, I grabbed a, I grabbed a zing at the other. I wouldn't day. share I'm with that you there, with Rosie. Too many people. <laughs> I wouldn't share that with too many people. Actually, I'd keep that to yourself. Yeah. Too rosy. Now, this past weekend was Halloween, and Kyron, due to COVID, did not expect any door knockers. But at about 5pm, he was proved wrong when the first knock happened. Kyron said, sorry, we've got nothing to give. But 20 minutes later, another group of kids knocked, and then another soon after that. So Kyron decided to rush to buy some lollies. When he returned, though, no one else knocked. So Kyron and Reese spent the remainder of the night eating a whole bag of fun-sized Milky Ways and 12 bags of Halloween-flavoured Skittles. Yeah or nah? Uh, okay, uh, what was the shit like after that uh, kind of... Little... <laughs> <laughs> now well... we're asking the real questions! <laughs> Just like every day, Rosie, because I'm not sure how you've been spending your nights, but for us, it's stoned with the treats. In, and... the, in, in the words of Halloween Skittles, it was spooky. It was very scary the next day. Yeah. Cool. When you drink so that we- much alcohol, I think the alcohol really takes hold. So it doesn't matter what solids you've put in. It's really about this. Yeah. That's a that's a fair point. I think. Uh, mm. Now was it, was this Friday or Saturday? Did did we say? It's Saturday, thirty first of October. Okay. Uh, what? When? When did the restrictions relax down there? Um, 
they relaxed on the Sunday. The Sunday prior? On Sunday. Oh, you think that stopped Victorians, do you, up there in Sydney? <laughs> oh, you think that stopped people from getting on public transport without masks, do you? Oh, no. Hasn't stopped any fuck. So, no. Yeah, there was no problem. Right. Did the Kids children up in Coburg, out they headed, having fun. Did any of the children have parents with them? We're really far north, and it's in like a little suburban area. And so it was just like the little families with their parents in the local streets. You know, we're okay. in the suburbs. We're not in like Brunswick. Okay, there you go. I, mm, I, I'm feeling already, I'm feeling a nah. You want to say nah? Rosie, yeah. you are correct. That was a nah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That actually like happened some... at my house. <laughs> 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 I also live in Coburg North. Yeah. <laughs> Very plausible. The exact reason you thought it was a lie was the reason it's true. But here's the thing. So I have children and we told them, no, there's no Halloween this year. Like there is, we'll, we'll do something in the house, okay? We'll just, we'll buy lollies and we'll knock on the... The four doors in our in the rooms in our house, and we'll give you lollies there. We dressed up; it was fun. And then, mm. at about five o'clock, we had some people knocking on the door. We're like, oh, this might just be the neighbours. Nope, some kids. We've got we've got lollies in the house, but they're the lollies we're giving our kids. So, <laughs> sorry, even though the house is decorated, we don't have anything for you. Uh, <laughs> I hope you hand out some masks and hand sanitizer <laughs> and a twelve hundred dollar fine. Well, then some other people were saying, oh, no, what everyone's doing this year was pegging them to the fence, the bags of lollies. I'm like, mm. as if, like, a teenager wouldn't just go yoink all of them. Like, if there's no one out there, yeah. just going to go, all right, I'll have all the things. Uh, to Kyra now. Now, when Grace was in grade mm-hmm. three, she was in the middle of doing a project on Steve Irwin when Steve died. Grace Ooh. was devastated, mainly because she had to change the tense in her speech while also adding a stingray to the diorama she had made. Yeah or nah? (laughs) Well, the attention to detail rings true. Um, What what did you... What position was the stingray in in the diorama? Well, it was sort of like... It was very high-tech, this diorama. It was in a shoebox, mostly made of toilet rolls, you know. But I had sort of like made it as like an ongoing story. So there was a sugar glider and a crocodile and like different kinds of Australian animals, but in sort of like like a time. And then at the end, I put a little stingray and a little plasticine figure of a man falling down. I didn't, you know, he was underwater, but I couldn't make, I, you know, I had very limited time uh, mm. <laughs> to mm. fix this project. It was like a few days before the thing was due. Yeah. He died. Very inconvenient. Yeah. Um, there was a big and thing in the newspaper. he was down, was he? So this stingray had stung sort of in midair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I think I uh, hadn't fully grasped the concept of where a stingray might live. Uh, no. Yeah. I, yeah. Under the underwater thing. Actually, the like, underwater thing these... appears to have been a, a problem for you all night, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think these stingrays could be flying out of the trees at us. I don't know where they're coming from, but they're... Clearly a danger. Um, My uh, parents got me like a big spread out of the newspaper with a big picture of his face and some other guy that died that day who was like a race car driver. Like, add that to the speech. I was like, all right. My parents are Kiwis. We didn't actually have any feelings about this man. I was just furious. Mm. I had to do extra work. It's really funny because I was doing comedy when he died and he was kind of a punchline before he died. I remember the night he died, I had a gig and one of the comics got up there and said, Steve Irwin, he died like he lived, unnecessarily. And a guy (laughs) wanted to punch this comic for saying it. It was a really weird kind of... I I know he was only just died that day and so there's always that thing of like, yeah, people are funny about death. Mm. But it was... There's a Brisbane comic, Riley Flanagan, does this bit about how he's like, his whole theory is that he... Steve Irwin is our Diana. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't make jokes about it. Well, especially in Queensland. He's the people's mm. princess. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Kyron? Are you going to say yeah or nah? Well, I want to know more about the tense if I can, Josh, because what, what do you mean you had to change the tense? 
Well, I, I, I'd spent all this time writing a thing that was like, Steve Irwin is an Australian icon. Steve Irwin is in charge of Australia Zoo. And then I had to go back and be like, was, <laughs> was, mm. <laughs> was yeah. alive, was married. You know what you could have done, though? And the teacher was would have given father. you full marks. <laughs> said is, and then correct yourself, and then look upset. And you would have been upset at yourself, but the teacher would be going, they're upset because he died. Yeah. We can't we can't mark it down for this. You, this child gone. is developing empathy as we watch. Yeah. <laughs> this is why the, I got into teaching. What was the topic that the teacher set for you to be doing a Steve Irwin? I think it was just Steve Irwin. I think everyone got set a topic. Everyone that was did like, Steve Irwin. Oh, no, no, no. Everyone got set like an Australian sort of topic. So some people yeah. did like the Sydney Harbour Bridge and some people did like Kathy Freeman, I don't know. Dawn Fraser, Kathy Freeman, Dingo ain't my yeah. baby. You know that's sort of classic. <laughs> <laughs> and my yeah, my parents are Kiwis, so I had no prior feelings about this man. Yeah. So someone I'd, I'd in your in your feelings. class did a project on Lindy Chamberlain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not to my knowledge, but that would have fucking yeah. ruled. Um, yeah. <laughs> No risk just, of tense changes there. Just an eight-year-old girl way ahead of her timing. Like, she was not guilty. It was a media setup. And what year was this? Uh, 2006? I don't know. <laughs> um, what a gotcha look, moment. <laughs> look, um, nothing, no question that I've asked has, this is entirely plausible. And all of that could in easily be true. So there's no reason for me to say false. So I'm going to say true. You are correct, Kyron. That was true. Yeah, point oh. there for Kyron. Yes. Well played. Really spot on. I did also Brocky brought in props really for that presentation. I think he did. Or the same week. Yeah. It was definitely in the same news cycle because they managed to make it into an A3 spread. Because it was like... They were the centerfolds of the newspaper. Princess Di died a week before Mother Teresa. Oh. oh. Great timing for same. newspaper space. I remember that those is. two well, things. What, I remember um, those two things because I had sex for the first time when Princess Di died, and the second time when Mother Teresa died. Stop you having were sex, for that? Josh. Yeah. Is that what you're you waiting for? Yeah. Yeah. Like, not yet. Not yet. And the third time I had sex was three months after, and Michael Hutchins died. That's not true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> only once my heroes have died. Yes. Well, yeah. if if Steve Irwin is Australia's Lady Di, and she got candle in the wind, what was written for Steve? Uh, oh, I reckon John Williamson might have had a crack at it. Hugh Jackman <laughs> did the poem. Did he? So, something about oh, yeah. the crocodiles are now crying. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Tell me there was not a poem called The Crocodiles Are Now Crying. It's something like that. Now, it's not as good as the greatest Australian poem ever written, which was Beck Cartwright's to Leighton Hewitt when they got married. But it is... It's up there. Hey, it's a movie. Why would piece. they be crying? He was called the crocodile hunter. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we could still he be hunted. He was the enemy of crocodiles. Yeah. Well, there are just crocodile tears. That's it. Yeah. Well, it's like, it, it's Sorry, good, good to have a phone. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. you get complacent. I feel exactly. bad for Bindio, and we're exactly the same age. So we've, I've like, I've compared our milestones a lot of uh, for a long time, and she, yeah. that woman has never not got a creature on her. Yeah. I worry yeah. about her. <laughs> Tough life. She's got she's got an animal on her at all times. She can't be well. Mm. All right. At the end of that round, the scores are Rosie three points, Kyron four points, four points, Grace five points, and Alex also on five points. Very close tonight. I like it. All right. This is our final round. It's called Who 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 Who. In this round. I'll read out 10 questions about you four. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your name's your buzzers. You can't buzz in for your own ones. A point if you get right, a point off if you get wrong. Only round, you can lose points. Our first question is this one. Whose uni lecturer would go smoke with them and suggest they should date their daughter? Grace. Yes, Grace. Alex? No, that was Rosie. Point off, Grace. Ooh. Smoke with Alex? Well, yeah, I, I thought Rosie was the only one I knew smoked, but I... Smoking, was this first year, second year, third year? What, what were we talking, Rosie? Uh, by that point, that was probably fourth and fifth year. I nice. transferred degrees in the middle of things. I, I can't wait. I can't wait for the edit. 
Oh, like, not even a joke there for you. Just a very boring fact. So. Oof. It's like listening well, to hieroglyphic. <laughs> <laughs> but for the listeners, it'll be fine. All right. Yeah. Um, question two. Who here had a job as a schnitzel crummer? Rosie. Kyron. Yes, Ky- yes Kyron. I want to say Grace. No, it was Alex. Alex oh. had a job as a schnitzel crummer. God. Yep. That's very on Leonard, brand for you. Leonard's Chicken Warner will best fresh chicken every day. How many schnitties <laughs> could you do in an hour? <laughs> oh, I was up to um, I was up, up to uh, 30 schnitt pH. Oh. 30 <laughs> schnitt per hour. That's fast. That's, 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 you don't want to be going that fast in a school zone. You've got to be very careful with that. Next question. Whose pet was thought to be lost for three weeks, only to be found living in the couch, eating the couch stuffing to survive? Rosie. Alex. Yes, Alex. Grace? Yes, you are correct. Yes, whatever, Alex. Sorry, Rosie. I'm sure you're going to say Grace as well. <laughs> I, uh, I got a, we, we got a rabbit in the first lockdown, um, and she, her name is Sharon. Uh, she hates us. Um, she, uh, she escaped and got to the lost dog's home, so I had to go and pay 200 bucks to get her out. And then um, she, we lost her a second time, and we lost her for so long. I was putting up posters. I was looking everywhere for her. I, was, I couldn't find her. I, and our, wall, our fences are so high that I just at some point was like, she must have been taken by an eagle. This is the only way an eagle has swooped down and taken our rabbit in its clutches. And then um, that night that I got high, actually, what a night, I got home and my friend Erin went to pull out the sofa bed and in the sofa bed was Sharon, perfectly fine, thirsty, um, but she'd just been eating the feathers out of a duvet for three Good weeks. question, Grace. Not made Good a question. noise. How high were you? Yeah. <laughs> Did any of this happen? <laughs> oh man, it was it was the worst because um, my flatmate was sober because she was driving us. So Aaron and I were still stoned, looking at this rabbit, being like, "What the fuck? <laughs> What's happening?" Um, then we had to go drive looking for a twenty. That's a real level. Donnie Darko moment right there. <laughs> it's lucky. Well, she's one alive. side effect of this podcast. One side effect of this podcast is that we all tell each other secrets, and then it feels like we can all share things. And it, so, if we've all told each other druggy secrets, suddenly it just becomes like this real drug story. <laughs> like we're all like sharing druggy stories. That's my one. That's my one drug story. Is I. <laughs> found my thought dead rabbit i truly was like the only way she could have gotten lost is if a giant eagle swooped down with its talons and took took him away and uh, she was in the house the whole time all right next like question whose first kiss was in a cupboard kyron yes kyron um I think that's Rosie. Oh, it was Alex. Point off card. Oh, damn. I think I know that. <laughs> <laughs> it was us. I would have thought you remembered, Karen. <laughs> Thank you you're very still much. In there. Must have meant a lot to you. <laughs> I've come out. You're still in there. You know? <laughs> uh, was, it, was it seven minutes in heaven? No, no, no. Just, uh, just, just in the that's where happened. Just chilling. Looking for Narnia. All right, next question. Who was once in the water with a three-meter bull shark? Grace. Alex. Yes, oh. Grace. Kyron. No, that was Rosie. Point of Grace. Yeah, that was uh, very scary. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's like the the proper ocean, not just like a, a swimming with the sharks Brisbane experience. River. Yeah. Yeah. No, there. When I was like uh, mid teens, I was like really into bodyboarding, and there's a reef which <laughs> is like about 150, 200 meters out from South Cronulla Beach, which is and this will sound like a giveaway, but it's called Shark Island. Um, <laughs> but hmm. but it's there's a rugby like a team bat- from around there as well, isn't there? What are they called? <laughs> yeah, they're called the Cronulla Sharks. <laughs> But, uh... I'll be honest, I uh, am not having a lot of sympathy for you in this story, Rosie. Well, <laughs> I, uh... well, r- well thing, like, you were like, sorry, go on. Well, the, the most you would ever see out there would be like uh, like a tiny little reef shark, which would do nothing to you. But uh, this day, it was just me and two friends that were out there. That's what the sharks was... are named after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and it was dead. And I kept thinking Sinarelli. I could see like a big slick in the water, but I always thought that. So I'm like, oh, I'm being paranoid. And then we saw something like flick through a wave and then washed ourselves onto this like dry rock that is quite luckily uh, in front of the reef. And you could see a giant shadow and we waited on the rock for about 45 minutes and thought like, well, we're just going to die here because, you know, fuck ever getting back in the water. And we look like seals as well. So then eventually... This is why I don't have much sympathy because every time... (laughs) Every, every time someone gets bitten by a shark, it's always because a shark is like, oh, a yummy seal. And then they take a bite and they go, oops, never mind. My apologies. Sorry. You, thought you were you, a seal. You were about 30 seconds away from Hugh Jackman writing a poem about you, yeah. Rosie. That is <laughs> yeah, yeah, a yeah, really yeah. close call. Which is really yeah. disappointing Called for shark's me, tears. You know? <laughs> the sharks are crying. Yeah. I think, you can't I tell think they're underwater, have... but they are. <laughs> I'm going to tell mum to get the bodyboard out of the shed so I can head back there. I'll that poem. All right, next question. Who, while working at a bar, would quite often serve a porn actress and director and they would ask this person for opinions on scenes? Rosie. Yes, Kyron. Grace. Yes, you are correct, Kyron. Yes, it was uh, Grace. Brisbane's most prolific porn actress, apparently. <laughs> Tattooed head to foot. I can't remember her name. But she would I've order never heard a more Brisbane story in my life. Yeah. She, would o- <laughs> <laughs> she would order white Russians and tip me ten dollars for every drink. I freaking loved her. Um, <laughs> and they'd be like they'd be thinking about what their scene was gonna look like and they'd be like, What do you think? What if we what if he penetrated me from this angle? And I'd be like, Yes, yes. Mm. Um I'm 18. Um, Let's not talk shop. Let's not talk shop. I've had sex one time before. Do you notice notice I I said porn actress, not porn star, because it was from Brisbane, so I thought that's not going to (laughs) be a porn star. (laughs) But it is the thing. It is the one industry where you can go into. highly acclaimed. Oh, but porn, like star gets thrown around in the porn industry way more than any other industry. It is like Mm -hmm. you do two movies and you're a star. <laughs> Josh is looking Which is to, the way a lot of open mic comedians act. Yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of comedians on the scene, isn't there? <laughs> uh, next question. Who was once punched by an old woman in Maccas? Rosie. Yes, Rosie. Kyron. You are correct, yes. Point there for Ooh. Rosie. Did you deserve yes. it? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Probably, How? no, because we'd ordered. We, she didn't seem to be in the line, and so I stepped towards the line and ordered. And as I was about to order, she was like, <laughs> and then so she ordered, and then I ordered, and then our meals arrived at the same time, and then so I said something. Don't <laughs> Wouldn't have let that pass. <laughs> Wouldn't let that moment slip. And then as she was walking out and she just roundhoused, like this punch took a kilometre to get to me (laughs) as it hit me in the side of my cheek. Glasses flew off. (laughs) Quarter pounder split into (laughs) Yeah, pickle flying. (laughs) Yep. Did I was fine. Thanks for asking. No, yeah, no, no. I was going to say, did they get a, did they get a like a, a uncooked beef patty and put it on your eye like in the yeah. movies? Yeah. Uh, was it the, no was it the Hamburglar? Was it the actual Hamburglar? <laughs> no. But Mayor, I was Mayor McCheese yeah, really got, cracked down on crime in his district. Yeah. <laughs> Next question: Whose best friend growing up had a nickname and no one knew where it came from or what it meant? Uh, yes, Kyron. Rosie. Yes, you are correct. Point there, yes. That's true. It's a esteemed journalist, Michael Rodden, who is still to this day called Wilson, and no one has a fucking clue why. He doesn't know no one who was there when it happened. He's, he's just got that great different is, name. Is it penis related? It could be. Like, no one knows the origin stories of it. There's, there were plenty of different, like, uh, suggestions <laughs> that it was like, you're a wimp theories. Wilson from the Gilamint's ad. There was Castaway. Someone suggested mm. that it was because they came up with the name when they were on Wilson Parade in Heathcote, which is a terrible origin story. What about Home Improvement yeah. Wilson from next door? But Popping talk, over the fence. From behind a fence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that one has Your also Your friend was just always near a fence. Yeah. Yeah. And my mate's nickname is, my mate's nickname, my mate's nickname is Dutto, and um, he got that because in year 12, when they were handing out like all the year 12 jumpers with your nicknames on the back, 
Perv was pulled out this one. It was like, Duddo? Who the fuck's Duddo? And Dustin went, oh, that's me. And he just made up a nickname. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was sick of not having he one. He made a call. And now it's lasted like 15 years. When I was in high school, two guys w- both wanted to be called Booger. They both wanted the nickname Booger. This is like year seven. Oh, property. Yeah. And I think it was from, they'd watched Revenge of the Nerds or something like that, and there was a Booger in that. And to get it, whoever picked the biggest Booger got the name. <laughs> and then... And it's, it's stuck all through. And still, to this day, as an adult, he, this guy would be in his yep. 40s easily. He's called Booger. And like, he regrets that one. Booger. But I now I'm on the other end going, as a parent going, oh, if my kid comes home from school and all the other kids are calling him Booger, I'm like, no, we're changing schools. Yeah. You're, not, you're not Booger. <laughs> yeah. You're not that. Or if, I'm sorry. Or if like you, this is my mate, Poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and our final mate. question of the round of the game who, while jet-lagged in the UK, burst into tears at the supermarket because all the chip packets were the wrong colours? Kyron. Yes, Kyron. I want to say Grace. You are correct. That was Grace, oh, yes. Oh, good get. It was my first time in the UK as an adult. I, like, touched down yeah. in Edinburgh and I walk into a Tesco and I'm, like, just overwhelmed. Yeah. But these it's are the wrong colours. It's not fair. <laughs> yep. There should You're be a universe. What are you telling system. me, like, salt and vinegar is not pink over there? Salt and vinegar oh, is, like, mate. blue. Oh, well, get out. Get out. It's absolutely I think pink is chicken. Pink (laughs) is like prawn cocktail or... Oh, Oh, yeah. It's all... What's original salted? Yeah. Green? Oh, that's chicken. Oh, get out. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. No wonder they're bloody going back into lockdown. They don't know how to run a buddy bath over there. (laughs) I do love that chicken is green. Chicken should be yellow. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cheese and onion. Yeah, oh, no. you're, you're just as bad, Josh. <laughs> yeah, you got UK citizenship or something. Question the system. It is a, what the country relies upon. Barbecue orange. Surely that's that's All right, everywhere. Josh, who won? Who won? All right, yes. here we go. The scores at the end. Grace three points for Grace Jarvis. Rosie. P- Sorry for your loss. Rosie Piper four points. Kyron Wheatley, five points, but our winner on six points is oh, Alex Dyson. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Love it. luck. Well played. <laughs> well played. Now, Alex, because you win, you get to plug whatever you want to plug first. Now, people can listen to you pretty much every day. Yeah, daily podcasts. Josh, imagine doing this every day. Woo. <laughs> um, yeah, all day breakfast, but I'll do a double plug because Kyron and I have been working to open Melbourne's newest and best comedy theatre, Comedy Republic. And uh, given we're coming out of lockdown now, there's going to be some comedians up on stage and you could be in the same room as them uh, with a so COVID safe numbers. I mean, we've been running it very, mm. very well, Kyron. So, um, yeah, very excited Grace, to have that happening Grace, again. Grace, do you know anybody performing? I, oh, I'm on. I'm on there. Yay! Oh, that's a triple plug. Rosie, you're going to come along? Do you know anyone, what day, do you know anyone <laughs> what performing, What day are you Josh? doing, Rosie? Because I think I'm on December 10. Well, I don't think. I know I'm absolutely on December 10 with Ben <laughs> Russell. <laughs> Right, I uh, I'm not sure I've been given a date yet. <laughs> <laughs> I told my mum well, that I had been booked by the by. I told my mum that you guys had booked me, and she immediately gave you money. And I was like, oh. "This is the <laughs> most roundabout way of you giving me money, mum." Uh, right. Well, we'll give but, that back to you just as soon yeah, that's as, soon the as best. I get an invoice. Rosie, in, uh, Comedy Republic, yeah. about three doors down from Burke Street KFC. You're more than welcome to come down. Yeah, have exactly. a feed. Can they come What's on the in potato and, and gravy like there, though? Do a bit of comedy. <laughs> now, <laughs> haven't tried. With these shows, Kyron and uh, Alex, yeah. is it so? There's a few people in the room, but is it going to be streamed as well, or is that? It that will be, of, yeah. Great. It will be if if you don't live in the city of Melbourne, you can um, you can stream them. Actually, I think you can if you live in the city of Melbourne as well. But why would yeah. you? <laughs> Surely you want to go outside at this point. <laughs> So, fantastic. So, uh, while we're still plugging stuff for you, Kyron, you've got some podcasts as well? I do. I do a podcast called Wax Quizzical, and it's a quiz just like this, uh, except it's sort of news of the year. I don't really do the quiz from this week. It's sort of like from wherever wherever we pull it. And then um, the contestant has a little brains trust to help them out, and that brains trust is full of comedians in character. So, you know, Luke McGregor's playing Satan. Ben Russell's on there as a... Star Doctor. Nina Oyama uh, was Yakuza Oyama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she really dug deep for that character. Yeah.
<laughs> but yes, uh, Wax Quizzical in the same place that you're listening to this. Uh, oh, Josh, I should just say all those shows, all our shows go on sale on Sunday at comedyrepublic.com.au. Very funny. And Rosie, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram, Twitter, at Rose Alice Piper. Uh, hey, when, when does this come out? Uh, in about six hours. In about six <laughs> hours. Okay. Uh, uh, on Sunday, uh, I am doing uh, the show that I was meant to be doing at the Melbourne Comedy Festival this year at Giant Dwarf. Uh, but that's in Sydney, you say. But you can live stream it from anywhere in the world. So jump in and watch that yep. uh, because I'm pretty sure it's sold out for in-person tickets Great. today. So Sweet. Get on, like it. Get well, on that. As, as, a, as a Melbourne resident, I can guarantee you I will not be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> this is transphobia in action. You heard it. <laughs> Thanks, Basil. <laughs> <laughs> and Grace, where can people find you? Um, I'm on Instagram at Nio Grace Jarvis, N-G-A-I-O, and Twitter at Grace Jarvis Oh No. Recently, someone from my hometown threatened to sue me over a bit I put up, and I cried for an entire Saturday night. So, mm. <laughs> get involved! <laughs> <laughs> Lockdown's going well. It's, oh, I'm loving loving it. <laughs> Love not being able to touch a friend. Uh <laughs> Hey, thanks everyone for listening to this one. Thanks to all the Patreon subscribers. Uh, a new episode went up this week of Top 5, uh, which is the Patreon-only podcast, and I did it with Tim Hewitt where we counted down the Top 5 Fruits. Very funny. Just two guys counting down fruits for an hour. Very fun. <laughs> that was one of my favourite podcasts to do. It's like. great, yeah. You, your one fun. was about potatoes. It was brilliant. Yeah, it was So great. much fun. Best uses of potatoes. So go to patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. Until then, hopefully everyone's with this news. We, we haven't checked, I haven't checked my phone for an hour and a half. Who knows what's happened in yeah. that time. Yeah. Hopefully everyone's Should doing good. Should we do good. it both? Let's do congratulations, Joe. And also, congratulations, congratulations Dom. No, I'm not going to say that. Uh, <laughs> you can just cut it in. You can just cut it in. <laughs> hey, thanks everyone. I'll see you next time. Bye. 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 This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.